0: Thank you, Ray. You're welcome. Who was it? <coughs> uh, Cryptic shift. Very nice. Cryptic shits. Shift. Shits. Gotcha. Um, this is Three Dudes and Cobras Podcast Presents Songs to Sip To. This is episode 48. Uh, I'm Eddie Vegas.
1: And I'm Steve, a.k.a. Fork Tongue, and I'm still high from an edible I ate at 7 p.m. last night. Super high right now still. How Sweet. strong of a milli? It wasn't a lot. 50? That's a lot. <laughs>
2: That's not a lot. That's a
1: lot for <laughs> me. me.
0: Yeah, That's a lot for me. And I'm Ray. I'm the known as Dobby. Who's never not high a second in his life. <laughs> well, I try. Yeah. You, you keep that fucking, you keep that brain nice and primed. Which is fine. Hey, God bless you. I am stone cold sober. Like, fucking undeniably and unbelievably sober. Excellent. Yeah, I'm, I feel actually very good. It's very nice. You should try it sometime. I, I was, will. I was hoping for the laugh. But I we will. didn't get it. I was hoping for Steve to laugh at that. Like I was, I was figuring I was going to get an audible, <laughs> <pah>! <laughs> like no, you know, nothing. <laughs> it worked. So what? What kind of? What kind of an uh, edible did you take there, Stephen? Uh
1: It was hot chocolate. It's a hundred milligram packet, and I put half in. Oh, nice. it's
0: like oh, it's like an actual drink. Yeah. Ooh, that's powder. More of a drinkable.
1: It was. Um, it was very slow on. I didn't get high till like eleven, and I took it at seven. I was like, oh. Did all right. you eat before? Yeah. That's why. Mm-hmm. But should I don't think I should still be high.
0: I had, uh, let's say, like, around six milligrams of an edible chocolate that came from that northeast place or whatever that my mom got my wife or whatever. And uh, I'll tell you what. It took a little while to kick in, and then when it kicked in, I was like, Mm-hmm. And then the next morning I woke up and I'm like, I don't know how Ray functions because I took six milligrams <laughs> and I, I woke up high still. And I'm like, that I, which blew my mind because I can drink like there's no tomorrow and wake yeah. up totally fine. But fucking weed just, I think it's because I don't do it, obviously, which makes sense. But man, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> yeah,
1: it does give you that uh fucking that next day
0: fucking like there's a hazy thing that yeah. i think he doesn't get that because he's just always like that so like that's <laughs> i think that's why i don't i think that's where ray all lives in really. the haze yeah, yeah he just sits <laughs> in it it never leaves it. it never leaves i think it works though too because you're constantly switching up the way you and in- ingest it which is you know good you always got to keep your body guessing yep. it's like me when i work out i try to pick a different body part all the time you know you got to keep the body guessing you're fucking your inside just going what's coming in today boys <laughs> it's okay. Would would you just would you say you smoked a little Half a blunt? Yeah. Right. What kind of wrap do you use?
3: Ah, uh, I don't even know. My buddy brought it over and I didn't oh. seem to uh
0: to give a fuck? Yeah. All right. It doesn't really... Does it just taste like a like a like a blunt? Yeah. What do people use nowadays? I know I know backwoods became real big for it. Honestly,
3: I've never smoked a backwards Blunt. That
0: kind of sounds gross to me, personally. I think it's because you can unwrap them. Yeah. So like th- and, like, the paper, it does taste really good. Sweet, aromatic, backwards are amazing. They're good burner cigars. Like, you just go through them, mm-hmm. almost like Cigarellos. cigarillos. Is that how you pronounce that? Cigarillos, I think. Right? Yeah, fucking Ron White smokes those. Or like, remember fucking uh, Swisher, Swisher Sweets or Jewel, was it Jewel Sweet? No. What was the one that had, like, the Jewel Tip fucking something sweet. God damn, it, they came in like a
1: five pack and then a yeah. like wooden tip. I, I don't know. I, a bunch of them ended up with that. I don't know who started
0: doing it first. You know what I'm talking about? The special yeah. I used to yeah. love that shit. Black and Miles, all yeah. that. Yeah, Black and Miles, yep. Anyways, so uh we're trying to kick off a new year with some new stuff and some new ideas and. uh we're going to do a theme kind of today. We're going to start doing top fives once in a while just to have some fun, like, just discussions. We're going to have, like, a like a theme for our music again. We're going to start doing like we used to do. But we're also going to do a top five, like, discussion. Like, top five underrated guitarists or top five whatever. And they, they can either sometimes link with the music that we pick, which is how it's going to happen today. Or it can be a separate discussion, which will be fun because it gives us something to talk about. And we're going to try to give more substance as a music show. So... If and when music opens up again, we're going to start doing more music reviews before we play music. So it's more of a fun show. Um, and then on top of that, you know, with these live streams, there's a scour live stream, uh, Phil and Selma's black metal band. Uh, we might watch that together and give you guys a review on that that night. Um, because why not? You know what I mean? I think that'd be fucking cool just to just to talk about live music again. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, I'm dying for it, you know? Um, so we're going to try to do that. We're going to try to keep on going. Uh, if you don't know, we did an interview. We're starting to do interviews finally, uh, via the internet. And we did one with my good friend JC or Joe Walsh, uh, the horror novelist, uh, Supreme. And he wrote a couple of books and we talked about it and that's up as of last week, uh, which was the new year's day show. And it's a great interview. Please go listen to that. It's a separate show. Um, But we have a lot in store. We have a lot of new ideas coming, uh, coming and going this year. I think we're gonna have some fun. So it's not just music, and it's not just three assholes sitting on a couch, getting high and drunk, which is we're still gonna be those three assholes doing that exact thing, like literally right now. Um, But we're gonna try to give some more substance. We're trying to use our creative brains. Maybe you never know. Maybe some three DCB originals are gonna come soon. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You never know. You know. Possible. Very well could be. You know. We'll see what we're going to do. But today, um, was there any major music news other than, oh, the dude from, uh, Alexi from um, Children of Bottom. Children of Bottom passed away. So apparently he passed away like a week or two before it was announced, from what I heard. I don't know how true that is, but that's. Yeah, I think I read that also. So he passed away technically in 2020, I guess, like somewhere in December. And then he announced it like, I think on January 1st or the next day. I was never a huge fan. I never really got into that. I was real big into the Swedish metal when I was younger, um, really big into it, which really influenced the the new wave of American heavy metal or death or metal core, like the, all the Massachusetts mm. bands that I love. Huge influence on him, like In Flames and all that. So I, I just I have an album or two from back then. I never really got into it. Uh, I like it for what it is. I I should probably give them a little bit more of a dive than what I have because I. I know that they're they were considered pioneer-esque. like they were doing it before a lot of people. They were using like certain sounds and mm-hmm. doing some really cool and apparently that guy was a renowned guitarist. Like apparently that guy was one of the best to do it, mm-hmm. which I I don't know, so I don't want to pretend like I'm a huge fan. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I was never a huge fan. I
1: think I might have heard a couple songs and not that it's bad, it just wasn't my thing. It yeah, wasn't yeah. for me. But um, I know that I know they were very uh, influential and, and big at the time and mm-hmm. at their
0: peak. Yep, they were more like late '90s, early 2000s, I believe, and then through the 2010s, like early, you know, 2007 or eight through 2012, I think, is when they really peaked. But again, by that point, I wasn't into that. I was more into like the the four on the floor hardcore stuff from Boston, and shit like that. So it kind of got past me. But what about you, Ray? Were you ever into them?
3: Uh, which one? Matt?
0: Children of Bodom.
3: Children of Bodom. The only um. Thing that I can remember personally that I like from them was "Red Light in My Eyes." I think whatever. that's the same one I have. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
3: So, other than that, I've I've seen them live a couple times. You know, I, didn't, I can't. Remember I didn't if I go saw to them see live. them live, but they they have. were
0: there. I don't remember if Nolan asked me if we saw them, and I feel like they were at one of the uh, the mass the Worcester uh, metal and hardcore fest. I, yeah. I'm, I should look up those lists to see if they were ever at one. Because if if I did if I saw them, that's where I would have saw them. I don't. I can't remember another time when I would have seen them, unless they played with Opeth. Did they play with Opeth when we saw them? They might have.
2: No, 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 like no. They, that was
0: some man. girl band or something yeah. that opened up for Opeth. That was a. That was a good show. That was fucking a while ago, twenty years ago oh, yeah. or close to. That was a. That was a really good show. That was back when like Your Arms My Hearse came out or one of those albums. Yeah. No. What was the fucking? What was the album that came out for that tour? Have you ever you ever get, get into Opeth? No, not oh, really. Man. I'm surprised actually because a lot of their stuff is real like atmospheric and dark and mm-hmm. gloomy and i think you'd like a lot of their stuff i've heard some but it just never grabbed me yeah i was real big into them their early stuff yeah i while. like
3: some of that new stuff too they kind yeah, of you take you on a ride heritage was like probably their most recent one i like
0: i'll have to check i think i remember you showed me that was one was more like rock and roll or yeah. something right yeah. yeah phenomenal musicians opeth i don't know how we just got an opeth i think yeah. i'm gonna give with another chance also I've been trying to watch more reviews and trying to get more ideas on some things. And, uh, that fucking banger TV on YouTube, um, the Sarah chick reviewed, uh, of Silver and Blood The Neurosis album I meant to send it to you oh, I, I, That's awesome I'd be interested to hear She did a real good Breakdown of that album Dude like yeah. phenomenal She even got an interview With one of the One of the lead dudes From it It's cool I think you'd really enjoy The the review and the breakdown She really like dove deep Into their history and shit Yeah So it was a really well done Interview and I think We could probably pull From that too Like when we Because I know we're Thinking about doing Some of that mm-hmm. Similar stuff so. Cool I want to make sure I send that to you okay. I think you'd really enjoy it it's, It even made me want To try to listen to it again And yeah that's the that's the era of Neurosis where I saw them live and I didn't like that era. I liked like their punk stuff, like their early stuff. But all right, I think we're gonna get into it. I know Ray's getting restless because he, he gets he feels awkward unless he's hammered. So, we'll, uh, <laughs> which we're gonna let him do in a second. But he's right. gonna he's gonna kick us off. He's gonna play three random songs from his. Oh, we didn't see what the theme was. Um, sorry. We yep. should probably say you want to you want to say what it is. You want to explain it, Steve, or I, I'm the guy who talks all the time. Yeah. I'm trying to Let give you see. guys a chance here. I'd have
1: to go find it and read exactly what it was. Do you want me to just explain?
0: Sure. <laughs> okay, uh, it's essentially a wish list. The top five um, albums that you'd like to see come out that haven't been announced. So in other words, like there are bands that put out an album last year or the two years ago. Like it can't be really in that that realm like a, if they put out a full album in the last year or two i wouldn't count that we're yeah. talking like bands that we haven't heard from in 5 10 15 20 30 years that are still around you know what i mean like fuck me blue oyster call just put out a new album that you raved about mm. like what other bands around that era could put on another album kind mm-hmm. of thing or uh, maybe a super group band that ha- only dropped one album or something or whatever it may be um so we all made individual top five wish list albums of bands we, we would really like to see put out an album coming up that hasn't been already announced that like might come out this year or you know the future so um i think it's going to be an interesting list to see what you guys talk about i'm wondering if i'm even going to know any of it because that's that's going to be interesting for me but uh we're going to play three of the songs because five songs sometimes gets too much That's like a three-hour show if we do that Mm. but ray's going to kick it off with three songs and then we're going to give hit he's going to give us his top five wish list and then i'll go same thing and then steve will go so enjoy the ride ray's going to start now all right go for it So if you guys want to just bullshit for a second, uh, then we'll get into the music. Sorry about that. Yes. I'm, I'm like I'm fucking. My eyes are floating. <laughs> all right. <laughs> that's that might be a
1: record for a start a podcast. Just gotta piss first. Just yeah. some uh, good tracks. Oh yeah. Um, that's all stuff that you don't know. Anything coming come is coming out. Right? You just ah uh, the first one I
3: played. Out. I'm pretty sure they're not coming out. Uh, I think the last thing they put out was like 2009, and that was probably a reissue. Uh, And then the second one I played, I believe, if I look that up right now, let me go into that. That album was from 2013. All right. And the third one, I believe, the last thing, I'm just going to go to artist. Yeah. Uh, the last one they put out, I believe, was 2016.
1: Nice. Yeah, this. Uh, I could have made a, a giant list of these kinds of bands, but there were three that came to my head right away, and, yeah. and I just I didn't even think about it. But if I wanted to sit here and make a list, I'm sure I could come up with a a, a pretty list. big one. Yeah, yeah. Did you just take your kind of your favorites that you haven't heard in a while, and just did?
3: Yeah, I limited it to some old stuff that I know that they're probably not coming out with an album, yep. you know, or yep. tried to think of it that way.
1: Damn, son, that's a long kiss. <laughs> <I> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Holy shit. What'd you put in your workout drink today? huh What'd you put in your workout drink today?
0: I haven't eaten anything today <laughs> so far. I, uh, I had my fucking... I drink a shitload. I drink at least a bottle and a half to two bottles of water while I'm at the gym. Yeah, that'll do it. Um I did a pre workout obviously before I went, which is about eight eight and a half ounces of water or so. And then I drank about two bottles of water while I was there, and then I did legs today, so I, I was like I, I went heavy with squats. I needed to keep fucking hydrated. Get your ass kicked by a naked lady. While she's naked Her fucking gross badges out and everything. Yeah. Um then I uh I drank uh oh I also had about a half a bottle of power read zero before i left because i needed some uh electrolytes so that you get anthony keedis yeah fuck you anthony keeds your band sucks um back then it wasn't bad but nowadays it fucking sucks yeah. uh then what did i have when i got home oh i had a protein shake when i got home that's another fucking almost this size and then i've had two and a half of these with nothing to eat so far so your boy is fucking <laughs> dude it's draining it's probably gonna happen another two or three times just so you guys know your boy has been pissing up a storm lately um but the energy levels are fucking. You thought I talked a lot before. Woo-hoo-hoo, boy. <laughs> fucking easy shit. Uh, anyways. Yeah, whoever wants to go first. I heard you talking about it yeah, too. Yeah. A couple things you picked up. All right. So here's one quick question before we do this. Did sure. you play them in a specific order, like five, four, three? And then you're going to talk about your top two? or where did No, you... I didn't really place them all right, you just I just, five I just kind of picks, picked okay.
3: the last couple that I picked, I kind of just picked off the top of my head. based on the fact that I knew that they were older. Gotcha. Okay.
0: But you have five songs, no real order. Okay. All right. All right, cool. Uh, Steve, go ahead. Start it off. All right.
1: right. Some funky 70s kind of guitar to start it off. Chorus gets a 60s psychedelic feel. Really like that main bluesy riff and guitar tone. Uh, Cool kind of freestyle guitar solo that adds more atmosphere rather than just uh, shred. And carries on a bit long, but I can see where they're going. Oh, wait. No, I don't. I thought it was o- over, but it's not. Damn, it's still going. Yeah. Um, that bass section at the end kind of brought it back up a little bit for me, though. So I went from a, a 2.9 down to a 2.6 and then back up to a 2.7.
0: Cool. That's good. I put cool, trippy, seventy stoner rock. Um, has a great tone to the guitar and overall band. Was real solid. Uh, vocals are real nice, too. Uh, they're very fitting. It feels like you're riding a cloud early on. Um, interesting solo work. I stopped there because I thought that it was gonna be like a five minute long song, yep. and that was the first solo. And then like it was another, like a nine yeah. yeah, another solo happened, yeah. and then another solo happened, <laughs> and then four more solos happened, <laughs> and then three more solos happened, and then a bass section, and then it ended. And uh, there was like no vocals for like seven minutes, yeah. which is fine, but it's just I wasn't expecting that. Um, song went on for a while, uh, mainly just trippy solo work. I, I it still got a two point five for me. This is yeah. not my normal kind of thing. I get but, that. I've really been um, Trying to I've been more open To stuff like this anyways But yeah. <clears throat> This normally At one point I would have been like snooze fest. But yeah, yeah. it was actually Kind of nice And it was actually A nice way to kick off The show Because what I'm Going to throw at you Is not going to be like that That's cool. <laughs> so It's going to be Like we're going to Give you a shot of adrenaline That's I did like your Sequencing today though That They fit well I'm glad you saved the, Like the heavier song For the last I'm going to say yeah. that Before we go But uh, what uh, what band is that So I can write that down uh,
3: This is Sulla Basana
0: <laughs> you Okay.
3: spell that S-U- L S A B A S S A N A, I believe. I'm just saying that off the top of my head. Sure. Basana. Okay.
0: And what's yeah. the name of the song?
3: Uh, Underground.
1: Wait. Okay. Say the name of the song again. The song, name of the, song the, song the, name of the band. Did I mean, the name of the band. Yeah. Sulla basana.
0: All right. So the way you spelled it, you spelled it salsa. You said S U L S A. Yeah. You fucking idiot. Sulla basana. Salsa. Fucking dickhead. <laughs> Spell banana next. Good luck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. All right. So how how old are they? When the last time they put out an album? All right. I'll Why did this make this your wish up.
3: list? This made my list just because this is something, like I said, I listen to a lot. And you're not actually like into like the longer spaced out songs and shit. I think I played them on the podcast a while ago, but I played an even longer song. And you guys were like... Yeah, this I can't do this, you know, long shit. So, but uh, this album, let's see, this is uh, from this is reissued in 2018. This is older than that if I look it up on Google. But either way, they haven't put out an album, and I don't think they're putting out an album anytime soon. So this made made my wish list.
0: Okay. All right, but have they been around since like the 70s and 80s? No, they've
3: been around probably since like early 2000s. Okay. All right. Cool
0: all right second song go ahead steve
1: all right big bluesy riffs and leads vocals sound like they shouldn't fit but they do it gives it kind of a, more of an ethereal quality um just the whole thing is just kind of the same constant bluesy riff and bluesy leads over it it was good stuff um pretty straightforward i gave it a
0: 2.8 cool swelling trippy uh trippy open builds for a bit <clears throat> lots of blues in this song so i picked up on those blues notes too um, another relaxing tune good atmosphere the song is going well with the uh, the nighttime surf scene so it got a little bit of a boost for that. it fit perfectly for that fucking scene uh and thank god for fucking upconverting cuz these movies look that much better now yeah. shit like that right <laughs> like you see that shit at night and it looks amazing now um Anyways, gets a boost for that. I kept it short and simple. I did like a lot of the blues work. The, really, the vocals were really just more or less like a background piece, which I actually kind mm-hmm. of appreciated. Got a 2.65. This isn't, again, my normal kind of thing, but yeah. I appreciate what it did. So, And cool. I feel like it wasn't as long as the first. How long was the first song? Like 22 minutes? Like nine minutes. minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what, what band is this?
2: All
3: right, this is a band called Dumb Numbers and uh this is from 2013 i believe and it's basically kind of like a super group of like stoner bands uh it's got uh dale grover from the melvins it's got uh members uh the drummer i believe of dinosaur jr and some other things so it's kind of something i kind of want them to put another album out cool because this one's kind of short and i kind of want to see it like expand from like
0: this was it dumb numbers dumb numbers yeah what's the name of the song uh let me get this
3: Uh, i believe it's red rum
0: like all one word, like the murder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so far I haven't hated it. That's good. Cool. That's good. Um, Steve, go for the, the third one here. Track
1: three. Uh, some funky stuff going on here. This one was uh pretty interesting. A bit of eighties mixed with some almost new metal kind of funky guitar and rhythm. Uh, great vocals for the style. Uh, some straight up new metal chug. Weird mix, but it works. Some good soloing to close it out. Nope, they're back. Ray got me again, and then a monster <laughs> solo at the end. Um, maintained a three, even though I thought maybe it went a little long. That last solo brought it brought it back.
0: Cool. Um, my feelings are pretty similar to the way you kind of talked about this one. I put uh, some wow wow rocking uh, rocking to open it up. Uh, good head nodding uh, rocker in general. Uh, you can see where this one's going right away. Didn't expect the singer. The singer kind of off put me at first because I didn't expect him. But he wasn't bad. Um, I thought he fit, but he he isn't uh, he isn't knocking anyone's dick in the dirt. Like this guy yeah. isn't a phenomenal singer. Yeah. He just he just is good enough. The band is the focal point of this band, uh, which is fine. That's there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, it's it's a tight band. They're very very well knit. There's a nice, there's a lot of really interesting pace changes that I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that really got me was that real nice heavy stomp section, like yep. the chug into the fucking solo. I didn't expect that out of this band at mm. all. So that was really cool to hear because it wasn't like a mosh riff, but it was like a nice like heavy rock chug. It was just nice to hear that. Um, soloing fucking ripped. Uh, I'm going to give it a three also. Um, it had some nice surprises. Not my normal three, but a solid two, and it deserves it. Again, the singing was the only weak part of the song. It wasn't even bad. It just wasn't anything stellar.
3: Gotcha. So. Yep. this is uh spiritual beggars i don't know if oh of you i've heard of that. Yeah, them yeah, yeah. Yep. um yeah i believe this album was put out in 2016 and uh i just want them to put it. not that another supergroup or something I that think, is I think so, basically yeah. a supergroup, yeah all right
0: what's so, the name of that song uh
3: that one is dying every day
0: is the whole album like
3: that? Uh that album's pretty good. This is an album called Demons, and this is from okay. two thousand six, I believe.
0: Okay. I'll, I'll probably check that out. I like yeah. that a lot, actually. That was it was a nice mix of like everything, you know. Yeah, it, it yeah there's well. some
3: other good songs on that. So,
0: I really liked a lot of the blues rock that <clears throat> I had going on too. You know, it was like, it was like an up. Um, it was like a, a lot
3: of their music is like that.
0: There's a little bit of a heavier toned blues, you know. It's cool. Yeah. I like that a lot, actually. So, hey, good pick on that. Cool. I'm I'm about to uh switch it up. We'll see. Actually, I think you guys have like most of what I'm playing. Uh so you want me to just mention now Yeah, what are the, other two, the uh, other two bands? Yeah, what are the top what are the top 2?
3: All right, my other top 2 would be probably Gypsy Hawk. Okay. Uh they put two albums out and then it just kind of disappeared.
0: So I remember uh, you showing me them.
3: I'd really like to hear them again. They have like a very strong uh Thin Lizzy vibe. Uh and then the last one, of course, I want Old Man's Child to do something.
0: That's a great pick. That's <laughs> because, a really good pick.
3: Uh, they kind of kinda of tease the idea every once in a while. What was the last one? Two thousand nine?
0: Something like that, yeah. Ven- yeah. Uh, Venomous. Oh no. uh, Vermin. Vermin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Phenomenal fucking album yeah. too, dude. So, fucking phenomenal album.
3: That's a band I'm I would like to see if they just surprised me to put out an album. I mean, it you know would be
0: amazing. Yeah. I
1: think all this stuff recently got repressed, so yeah. it might be because they're gonna put something out.
0: Who knows? Yeah. It'd be dope, man, because Uh, See, it it kind of surprised me because it's one guy, it's Galvan, and then he just gets a he decides to get whatever rocks like massive drummer he decides to like hire for the for the album. He does everything though. He does the vocals, the keys, the guitar, all the guitar work, the bass. He the only thing he doesn't do is the drums. So I don't understand why like some somebody like that like Demu isn't doing anything right now. I don't think he does anything else. So especially with the pandemic year, I'm kind of surprised that more people haven't. You were home like. Why aren't you fucking putting stuff out You know what I mean Like why not It generates revenue It gives you something to do I think
1: everyone's waiting to drop stuff so they like, can tour on it
0: That band isn't a band that toured them. That's true yeah. So like I'm, It's a one man band essentially you know what I mean? Like I am just surprised that things like that. I don't wouldn't get be more surprised products.
1: if he's got eighteen other fucking projects he has out right now.
0: Good. I see I don't know that much about anything else he does. I'm sure he is involved in other things The fucking guy is. All isn't. those
1: black metal guys like run in the same circle. They're all yeah. on each other's fucking yeah. bands and shit. So. And they all can do everything. Yeah.
0: Like literally everything. Yeah. So it's 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 fucking insane. Um but yeah, that's that's a real good pick. I'm I'm, I'm happy about that. Uh, cool. All right, man. I'm gonna uh, gonna change it up. See what we have. Ray, you want to pass me the stick? Sure. All right. What's up, Zox? No comment. No comment. Oh. Sorry, guys, for the for the racket. I'm trying to uh, trying to get us set up here. Well, we lost the show for a few hours. Yeah, we should <laughs> talk about that. We should talk about that after this set. But it's back. That was interesting. I had a... I'm not going to lie to you. I had a feeling. Like, that was my initial thought because of the shirt thing that happened to me. When yeah. I... My shirt got fucking banned when I... My first Pumpalicious shirt, the the Pantera logo one. Mm-hmm. Because in my description, I literally fucking... I went, like, super clever. Like uh get gains in the gym, and you know in in the gym feel stronger than all and then like i did like all the like i literally tied like 10 different pantera songs into the fucking you know show a vulgar display of power when you rock this new t-shirt or whatever Mm -hmm. like i I was and it it got fucking canned immediately it was three minutes it was it was down
1: it must have been one of the bands on the list of this week because the previous three weeks i listed all the bands too
0: i I, still think it's exhibit maybe you said mirror. i think you gave him a little too much credit they're not on that big of a fucking
1: thing I, I think at this point they're probably bigger than, than Exhibit. If Exhibit did a show around here, he wouldn't get hundred
0: people. You think that, but that doesn't. I guarantee he makes more money. Oh yeah. Amir's one guy. Like essentially, yeah. it's Frankie Palmieri. Like yeah. this, the the difference is the the record label that they're produced put out on. I don't think I don't know who the fuck actually. is. I think they're like Sharp Tone Records or something. I don't think they're on a major. Yeah. So it might even be something else that i played. Yeah. I'm
1: going go get. It. You want a glass?
0: Nah, no, I'm good. You want me to do it? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I'm going to grab a glass.
1: I'll grab, a grab it for you. Yeah, it's just easier that way. I'll grab it. Sorry for the interruptions, ladies oh. and germs.
4: Oh, oh, shit.
1: But the boys need their whiskey. What is that, Texas mesquite? Texas mesquite. Have yeah. you had that? It's actually not too bad. No. Is I it was kind of. Uh,
3: I wanted to see uh, your your interest on it or see what you say about it as I might have a little a uh, whiskey connoisseur. is it smoky yeah
1: it is it's still
0: yeah. smoky as fuck I gave it a little snort yeah. it's, it's like it's mesquite dude like it, it hits yeah. you like a ton of bricks alright uh, I'll just I, I got a good plan here so I don't wanna take too much time alright uh, so my music's all the way up we're good there
4: ready over here alright <coughs>
0: again but i'm gonna hold it this time <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't kidding This just going right through me uh all right um well i hope everybody enjoyed that uh steve whenever you're ready i would say go to you and then ray right. and go yeah. there.
1: uh huge riffs uh, Um sounds like jasta i'm guessing kingdom of sorrow
0: it is kingdom of sorrow right. yep. uh
1: i tried that when it came out it didn't do much for me but uh I think maybe my tastes have changed because i really like this one um not many notes you know it's fucking basically crowbar and josta so you know what it sounds like 2.8 mm-hmm. dope
3: all right i put heavy uh it sounded heavy hardcore towards the beginning then i put almost phil sounding slash josta vocally uh good guitar and nice slow section on the middle uh nice chug i gave it a two and a half
0: cool yeah Kingdom of sorrow that's their second <laughs> album that's josta and kirk weinstein uh, or Winstein, or whatever, however you want to pronounce it, from Crowbar and Down. Um, just is obviously from Hatebreed and everything else he does. So the, that's from the second album um, that came out in 2010. Uh, and I should probably say what the name of the album is, huh? Um,
1: I think I only heard the first one.
0: The first one's good. I That's the only one I really knew. So the, here's what's funny about that. I, I've listened to this album, but like when it came out, this just wasn't my thing. Mm. So... I just really overlooked it, so I've heard it before, but like, I listened to this yesterday because I knew that I wanted to put them on my list, and holy fucking Christ, dude, this, this 2010 album is called uh, Behind the Blackest Tears. Dude, it's, it's the, every single... I, I had to fucking listen to it twice today while I was at the gym, front to back, to figure out what song to play. Mm. Every single fucking song is a 100% knockout of the park. Like every fucking song, from the second the note starts on the on the first track to the very last one, it's a fucking phenomenal album. And like how it didn't get a bigger release or so, I don't know. It, it's and you said
1: you're kind of just discovering it because that album, yeah, that album.
0: The first album I know really well. So would you have put them
1: on this list if you didn't hear that album recently? Yeah, because I was gonna, gonna play the first, the one.
0: Well, I was gonna play the first album. Yeah. Like so, what I did was I listened to the first album yesterday because I'm like, oh, I know this one. Let me figure out which song I want to play. And I was like, I can't really say I want this band to come back if I've never really given the second album a chance. Mm-hmm. And then like I listened to it, and it's they're both very good, but the first one's a little more raw, a little more gritty. That I do know the backstory behind it. Josh said that was when he was still drinking, and they, they literally wrote an entire. They they went to Zeus's house, the producer Zeus, who produces everything that Hapri does and a lot of big metal bands, like I think fucking Queens right now, and he does everything now. Um, but they like went to his house to record this. And literally dude Like they wrote an entire album They drank so much They wrote an entire album And threw the entire album away Because it was so bad Like they were like it, They were that drunk The entire time They, would, they were just <laughs> buying Like 30 pack after 30 pack a day And uh, it was just him um, On that one Josta, Kirk, and Derek From uh, in, He's been in a bunch of bands He was in Earth at one point He's been in another I can't remember his last name But Long story short They ended up putting that album out It's a little more raw It's a fun album Very good Very similar to that this fucking thing, the backup band is uh, Nikki and Charlie Belmore from Toxic Holocaust. So like, it's the production's just that much better. The mm-hmm. fucking background music's that much better. the The production of this album is unreal. You can hear every fucking thing that Kirk is doing. There's a lot of it goes back and forth. They 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 did a really good job playing both of what they do well, and then kind of adding a little bit of new stuff in mm-hmm. there. Man, I, I would love for them to put out another fucking full album Because like, they Josta put out a, a solo album last year Called volume, uh, Lost Thieves Volume 2 And Kirk did a song with them And it was good But like, dude 10 years, 11 years now since they put out an album yeah, I mean, Come cool. on, man Definitely give give both albums a chance Give that fucking second album a chance, dude That thing is unfucking believable It's so good So anyways, that's my number 5 So <laughs> uh, King of Saro uh, Go All ahead. Right. Uh, second track. Cool, trippy, ambient
1: open. Uh, stays trippy as it gets into it. I really like the sparseness of the instrumentation. Vocals fit the vibe perfectly. It switches over to a scream just as I type that, and those work too. And then brought the atmosphere back in. Uh, great track. I gave it a 3.0. Dope. Dope. All right.
3: I got nice, atmospheric, moody open. Uh, sounds like Dallas. Uh, mellow track picks up big. Wasn't expecting it to get into the heavier part. Completely sets a good closing pace for the song. I gave this a three as well. I'm guessing. Do you want me to guess? Yeah, so, good. Is this Alexis on fire? Yes. Yeah, because I remember you showing that to me a while ago. Yep. Uh, really good track. Yeah.
0: Yep. Um, so they didn't really start doing like this kind of stuff until their last album. Their last album was 2009. Yeah, 2009. Old, Co- Old Crows, Young Cardinals. They had like one or two tracks in there like that. Mm-hmm. I fucking love this band. Um, the three, the three main albums are Watch Out, Crisis, and Old Crows, Young Cardinals. This, I, so what I did was, there's a theme going on here. I, I purposely picked something off of the last release that each band did. Mm -hmm. Um, so the last release, technically, for these guys, they put out three singles from 2019. This song is called Season of the Flood. It's a single. It came out last year in January. So, I know that even though it came out last year, it's just a single. They didn't, they no talks at all about releasing a new album. They haven't put out a full-length album since 2009. Um, Dallas Green is one of the biggest fucking folk musicians on the planet. Um, so he's very, very comfortable with his model wife living in Toronto, uh, making an insane amount of money, selling out fucking the Royal Crown, the Royal Albert Theater in, in England, and you name it. The guy's... He's insane. I love uh, City and Color. I've talked about them a, a much, a bunch, but I love this band, and I really wish they would put out another album. Um, this, the three singles that they put out are really interesting. Um, Complicit is really kind. Of, it's okay. It's a, okay at best. They put out a song called Familiar Drugs, which I also almost played. Now it's like stoner rock, which is weird. They don't play like that. They're more like post punk, so it's odd that they went, you know. But this song is fucking dope. I I love this song. So yeah, it's a good song. So I, I wish that they would actually come back and do this because it's I love it. I think this is fucking amazing. But all right, I'm gonna try not to talk during this one. Go ahead, Steve.
1: Um, not a lot of notes on this one. Big, powerful riffs. Big, powerful vocals. Um, perfectly produced. It's not um, it's not so compressed that you can't hear the differential between the instruments, but it still sounds big and powerful. Uh, some some great mashi parts. I gave this a three. Also,
0: wow. Okay.
3: I kind of similar notes I put uh chuggy heavy hardcore uh lots of switches slow cookie monster vocals uh I gave this a 2.75
0: Wow, really yeah. short lyrics. Do you have any idea who this is? Uh I don't. Okay, that's another reason why I had you go second cuz I wasn't yeah. sure if you're going to know everybody. Uh this is Unbroken Wings.
3: All right. I could've
0: guessed that. Like
3: that could have been in my mind, yeah. but I wasn't sure.
0: It's a little more intense than what the stuff you know. Yeah. It's a little more polished, it's a little more intense. Yeah. This album is one of my favorite bands. I have their fucking one of their songs tattooed right on my throat. Like uh I've told the story about how I ran into the singer after a show and he got kicked out also and I thought, you know, I've told that story before. This album is called Disintegrator. They didn't they their last the actual album put out, was put out in two thousand five, which I love. That's the from the thing on my throat. Nothing. Like they re they re-released their original first album that came out in like '99 or 2000 back in 2007 with a different name, and then um, the song is called "Disintegrator." Came out in 2006. No, the album is called "Disintegrator." The song is called uh, "Fuck." What is it called? Um, uh, uh, "Ego Ideal." This album fucking rips. It's amazing. And uh, the only problem with it was for me the reason why it didn't get enough play in my day to day front since 2016 was because it's a it's only twenty six minutes long it's like ten ten or twelve songs long, but like there are like six like weird little minute long interludes mm. or like weird little like you know like it connect like it, one one is like a baby crying and then it connects to the next thing I think it's like a concept album, yeah, but there's only really like eight songs on it, so it's not you know but man I'll tell you what. Violence. This is the most violent fucking band you will ever see live. There is not a band on this planet that I've ever, I've never been more afraid of. <laughs> Pantera. All right, okay. So I, I'm kind of lying, but on a smaller scale, <laughs> Pantera's scary because you're in a crowd of thirty thousand people, mm-hmm. so you don't know what's going to happen.
3: Watching your friends get punched in the face by old ladies. Yeah, or, or getting fucking dropped <laughs> by fat people.
0: <laughs> this fucking band. Nobody's safe. I've seen people get fucking murdered at these shows, dude. Like they are the creators of hate mosh, is what it was called. Or Kilmosh, like people would like literally just fight. It, that's all it was. It wasn't just like spin kicks and fucking dancing. It was people were fighting in the middle of the fucking pit. They are unbelievably fucking dangerous and unbelievably. They they were fuck. They're banned from like ten states or something <laughs> like. It's fucking crazy. He got he got the lead singer got arrested for inciting a riot at fucking uh in Florida one time. And, like they had to fucking put out a shirt to get him released. Like to to rate like a GoFundMe with wave like two thousand five. So. On Broken Wings, dude. If you want to fucking, if you want to get a little dirty, just fucking listen to that album. Uh, so that's my number three. Um, I would love them to put on another album to follow it up. And then my top two are uh, Grave Pleasures slash Beast Milk. Nice. I would love for them to put out another album. I, I don't think it's out of the works. I just don't. I haven't heard anything about it since uh, the last Grave Pleasures album, which I fucking love. They put out a, a live album, but I don't really count that. Yeah. There's like two new songs on it that were pretty good. Um, I think we all agree that that band's awesome. Mm. Um, and then my number one, uh, I'm really hoping for this is Down. Okay. And what I mean by Down is I want the Down 2 slash 3 lineup with Rex in the band and Kirk and fucking Pepper Keenan and Jimmy fucking Jimmy on the drums. Like, I want Down. I want Down to put out another album because the last two, whatever, they, they sucked. They weren't good.
1: And Phil's at performance again. So I'd like to see it too.
0: Yeah. He can sing again and um, realistically, like, the band is Pepper and fucking Kirk, as far as riff wise. Like actually, Phil actually writes a lot of it too, but those two are the fucking, like the real soul of the fucking songs. Mm-hmm. And as soon as Kirk, uh, actually, I think Pepper left first, or is it Kirk, Kirk left first, and then Pepper left, and then uh, that's it's not down without those two, man. I'm sorry, I I, I appreciate Phil trying to keep on going with it, but.
1: Well, it could be a possibility, right? They did the live show that they did, right? Well,
0: they were supposed to do a tour, a 25th anniversary of Down 1 last year, and last year got canceled. They were supposed to do – the first show was supposed to be at uh, Psycho Las Vegas, and obviously everything got postponed. They're still going to play it this year, but because everything happened, uh, they ended up doing that live stream, which was fucking phenomenal. So I'm hoping that the fact that they're going to do that tour – it's going to get them to get in a, a studio together and write, like, a real down album again. Yeah. So, so that it's it's a very possible thing to happen. So I threw that out there. I really have to pee, guys. I'm sorry. So yeah, You guys going to yeah, so gonna gonna have to talk amongst yourselves for a second. Yeah. I got I to gotta piss, too. Damn, <laughs> dog. Right, I'm going to run first because I'm a fucking baby. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Like Bodie going off on his last wave ride, bro. That song ends the evening. Uh, Steve, tell you what, all that energy had about a half hour ago gone. 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 <laughs> Not there anymore, buddy. Your trick worked. God damn it. He's like, I'm sick of fucking head talking. Fuck you. Here's some songs for you. Uh, I don't think of it Isn't Rapid Fire Like uh, Whatever his name Brandon Lee's like I've never heard of it Number one movie Number one movie Like I think this is like his believed in a Quote unquote Breakout movie I think really? Dolph Lundgren Lundgren's in it too Never even heard of it I'm almost positive I could be wrong Is that One Night in Bangkok <laughs> Holy shit that It's real <laughs> There's a fucking There's a couple of Pornos called that too I'm gonna watch this Just cause I'm pretty sure It's Brandon Brandon Lee there's some movie, It was him and Delph Lundgren was like his like quote-unquote breakout movie, but I don't, I've never seen it. I think this is it. Could be wrong. Though. Anyways, Ray, kick it off.
3: I'm going to kick it off. All right, I got clean, old-school, nice, clean, uh, raspy vocals. Like the lowered vocals on the chorus section. Uh, picks up uh, fast and heavy with some uh, lead shred. Uh, good guitar work on this whole song. Uh, very progressive track. I gave this a three.
0: Cool. Nice. I put... Uh, good classic rock to, uh, tone to it Has a very uh, big, powerful singer uh, To set the tone right also um, Solo fucking shreds Nice switch uh, in tempo also uh, Overall great tune I, I really didn't take a ton of notes on it Because I just had a lot of fun listening to it um, An easy three interest uh, Yeah, easy three I, I love this song. I like this song a lot
1: Nice, this is... Uh... A band called Stone Dagger. They're from Mass Massachusetts. Okay. And um, they only did one demo in 2013. <clears throat> and uh, they never put an album out. It's the singer from Magic Circle. Oh, I had a feeling that was cool. who that was. Yeah. Oh, I recognize nice. the voice.
0: Yeah, see, Brandon Lee. Anyways, go ahead. Who else, was, who else did you say was in it? Uh, I thought Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. I don't, this might not be that movie, though. So I know. I knew this. Oh, Powers Booth? Oh, shit. <laughs> there you go. I don't even care if Dolph Lundgren's <laughs> in this fucking movie. I don't know who Oh yeah, Nick Mancuso, I know that too. Oh shit. But uh yeah, nothing much more on
1: that. Just um I think maybe he never planned anything to come out with that cuz it's kind of he kind of switched his vocal style to that more powerful vocal style that he has on this and then the following album that he did with Magic Circle. So it might have been like a a test to yeah. see how people liked it because <clears throat> as soon as this hit like it sold out it went on cassette and fucking sold out everywhere. Everyone loved the demos and was looking forward to a uh LP, but uh, they haven't made one yet. Then so instead, in other words,
0: it's, that's probably what happened. He probably ended up doing Magic Circle. And well,
1: I, he was doing Magic Circle already, and it had already gained some traction. Okay. But I think he might have used that as a different band name to test out a new vocal style. Oh. I got you. I get you. But everyone liked that band so much that they wanted a, a, a full length from them, and it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, this was good. I was impressed with that.
0: I'll be right back.
1: I got to turn my heat up, here. That you were going
0: to piss
1: again. No, it's <laughs> getting it. It's close, dude. Uh, Alright, right, if you want to start off the next track.
3: Yeah, on the second track, I got a nice spacey, surf-like sound. I uh, like the organ behind as a trippy effect, uh, followed by a nice black metal vocal, very undertone. Uh, very bass-heavy on the middle section. Cool, slow solo section before picking up again. Uh, I almost gave this like a two and a half because it was very long. Mm-hmm. But uh, I liked the creepy uh, organ and guitar towards the end, so
0: it knocked it back up to a three. Cool. We have very, very different opinions mm-hmm. sometimes, which is and
3: good. I'm, I don't know if I'm guessing, but it's, I'm probably wrong. But I remember you showing me that band Negative Plane, I believe. That's who it is. All right. And I wasn't sure if it was that or not, but it had that sound of that surf
0: kind yep. of black metal. Yeah. All right. I put... Uh, Interesting swirling atmosphere to set it off. Uh, Then it kicks in. Not completely dungeon black metal, but more like a one-room efficiency. Uh, (laughs) All jokes aside, the riffs riffs you can make out are actually solid. Drummer is also solid. Just the production sounds like it's being recorded in a swamp. And I mean like... The microphones are in the swamp, mm. literally. I think
1: they their whole point was the tons of reverb on everything. I think they wanted to make it sound like it was recorded in a church mm. with all the reverb. They
0: should have just recorded it in, in church. That's true. Uh in Color recorded two albums in an old church. Fucking idiots. I don't idiots. think this band has much money. <sighs> it happens. <laughs> Anyways, just just break in. <laughs> yeah, They're free to, you can fucking go on them anytime you want. Anyways, uh, <laughs> from Brooklyn, by the way, you wouldn't probably never guess Definitely that. Definitely wouldn't yet. guess that. Two, um, two man band, I believe. Uh, let's see. Very muddy. Oh, the solo section is actually pretty good, though. And then, which is, it is easily the highlight of the song. Like the middle, where it finally like kicks into something, um, and then actually the second half of the song won me over a bit. It actually changed. I didn't think it was going to do that. I thought after the solo it was just going to go back to the same drudgy fucking like noise. Uh-huh. Um, but it didn't. It actually got like, like clearer or something. Like they actually like, you could make everything out after that, which was interesting. I, you know, I'm not used to hearing that from stuff like this. Um, early on, it was it was barely scratching a 18. Like I was having a hard time getting into that. But like the riffs I could make out were were nice. But then that from the middle section on to the end of the song, the song actually won me over. So it got a two four. Cool. Uh, so cool. again, not entirely my thing, but I, I respect what this song did at the end.
1: Yeah, that, uh, as Ray said, is Negative plane. This is off of uh, Stained Glass Reflections, which came out in 2011. They haven't made an album since. The two guys, there's two guys in the band. They've gone on to make um, other stuff, Uh, Funeral Presence, which was in my top last year. And one of them may be in Spirit Possession, which was in my honorable mentions this year. So they are doing stuff. They're just not necessarily doing this band, but... um, there is rumors that they're working on something, and something could come out this year, but nobody really knows. Cool. All right, uh, third track.
3: Yeah, I got a nice acoustic sound in the beginning. Uh, sounds like Dax Riggs from Acid Bath. Mm-hmm. Uh, slow, somber track in a weird way reminds me of Radiohead with the background. Uh, was cool to listen to before he let uh, Bodie catch his last wave. <laughs> uh, I gave it a 2.75. Nice.
0: So we were definitely thinking the same way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, slow acoustic and doomy vocals uh, builds a bit starts picking up uh, slowly adding in more atmosphere like in layers there's like a or something sound Mm -hmm. like a wind or something sound that was kind of hitting at one point Um, but it kind of never goes any further than that like as far as momentum goes it kind of like it hit its peak and then kept that peak Mm -hmm. through the rest of the song agree with with Ray, I actually made that. I think I'm on here. Yeah, you it? just said it. Uh, yeah, it definitely was a, a fitting way to send off Bodie on his yeah. last ride. Um, it got a two five. I, I appreciate this kind of stuff and I can listen to a lot of this stuff, but I actually thought that this, I thought personally that this one was gonna kick in at some point. Like, yeah. I thought when it kicked, started building in, like, I just thought that it was gonna keep on progressively going, mm-hmm. and I was actually kind of sad about that. I bet if I listened to it again, I'd probably like it, it'd probably be closer to a three, but it's just that I don't know. I was, I was kind of let down. I was like, oh man, like. This is it. Like I don't know. Again, maybe the album's really good though too. I was so gonna I say
1: know. this is one of those album
0: tracks where you kind of need to listen to the album. Yeah, to to I had a album. feeling that that was the case. Yeah. it was good. It just like it, it just felt like it was like there was some like it was going somewhere and <laughs> yeah. that we never got. You yeah. know, which I'm sure that's how the album is. So. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah, um, Ray's right. That is Acid Bath.
1: Okay. Um, right. New Death Sensation. That's off of Pagan Terrorism Tactics. That came out in 1996, and that was the last album they released. Um, Dax Riggs still does stuff. Solo, um, and I th- I don't I don't know if he does. Uh, he's got a couple other side bands, but I'm not sure if he's doing them. Well,
3: technically, I was wrong because I thought it was Dax Riggs. Well, I mean, so. he's the singer well, yeah, So yeah, yeah, yeah. he yeah. did say
1: you did mention Acid Bath. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know if they'll ever get back together. One of the guys is busy with Goat Whore. Yeah. Um, Dax does his Dax thing, and I don't. I think he's said said he doesn't want to sing like that anymore. So yeah. Who yeah. knows if it'll ever happen. But there's Sorry. always rumors that pop up every couple Sorry of years. Sorry about the hum,
0: guys. I just had to turn my heat up, and uh, my, my furnace is fucking humming right through the Cram. table. It's it's not that loud if you take your headphones off. It's because yeah. it's, it's right below us. Yeah. I thought that that's like that's like fucking, that's like knockoff version of... Uh, what was that other band that Dax Rex was in? Was it Cage
3: the Elephant or something no, like that? No,
1: something Elephant. I can't remember. It's not Cage the Elephant. No, no Cage the Elephant is... Some Jack White. All right, yeah. Some got elephant in the name. Yeah, I can't remember.
3: But that was decent too, from what I heard.
1: Yeah. And let's see, my my five, obviously Negative Plane, Acid Bath, and Stone Dagger, and then I have Time Ghoul, which is an old uh death metal band. Only did a couple demos, and a lot of bands have discovered them recently and kind of um, taken all their their ideas. So I was hoping. Uh, since they got discovered, they would come out with something them, themselves, and uh, Volon, which I think I've showed you guys before, it's they're from Cal. He's from California, but it's Mexican black metal where it's all it's all Aztecs and Mayan shit. That's cool. Um, it's it's usually pretty uh, psychedelic sounding black metal. So vol- Volon, Volon, V O L A H N, V O L A H N. A-H-N.
0: Not to be confused with the giant Megazord Voltron. Nope. <laughs> <clears throat> what was the other one? Uh, time Ghoul. Time Ghoul. I feel like we're set in a mood right now. Though. The sun's going down. Got a candle burning, boys. Right. Only the one light on. This is sexy time lighting. <laughs> this is when the fucking, we get, you know, freaky in the sheets. All right. Cool show. I'd like the top five thing. I think what we'll do, well, we'll play with it because... This works for the theme. I like the top five thing. I think it gives us an interesting. Like context. I mentioned
3: on the feed earlier, I was saying like maybe you should try this with bands that, technically split up. You know.
0: Yeah, I mean? yeah. Yeah. And see where that goes. Yeah, we could do that. I mean, th- that's the thing about yeah. the top five thing. We can literally like I'm not kidding. Branch it off of anything. We can do anything yeah. we want, dude. We could literally go oh, top five times I shit my pants, like, yeah. and that's fine. It's just it's just a conversation starter. That's all it is, and it gives whoever's listening a fucking chance to like have some fun with us and maybe make their own and yeah. talk to us about that or. Maybe they'll find something that they didn't hear. And again, they're not always going to tie into the music, too. I don't want that. I, that's mm-hmm. not the point of it. The point of it is to like just break get like a discussion going. So next time, if we do, say we don't come up with anything else for the next show, we decide to do another top five, we should separate the two. So whatever yeah. theme we do is whatever theme we do. And then they can be similar. You know what I mean? Like if we do underrated songs, for instance, or whatever whatever you had, uh, underrated guitar riffs, I think, or right? Is yeah. Riffs, riffs? Yeah. Yeah so like say we do underrated guitarists well then that can give us a top five underrated guitarists mm-hmm. you know what i mean and like we can do that first and they don't even have to be the songs don't have to be from the guitar so we talk about you know what i mean like because they could be literally two two different things what you might be what you might consider an underrated guitarist might never have put out a song worthy of being underrated or maybe the fucking we all have different opinions about that kind of stuff so i just think that that maybe that's the way we do next time think about talk about it like that like we'll do underrated guitarists or bassists or something, whatever the fuck we want. And then yeah. the theme can be songs, but they don't have to be from the same band. They can right, be right. entirely separate. So the when we open the show, we talk about our top five, and they go, hey, this is what we come up with. Maybe they'll have it, maybe they won't, but we won't be like, this was too obvious. Yeah, you know yeah, right? yeah. Like, I, you know, it would have taken the mystery away from it. Maybe
1: we should break out uh, the reviews next week, too. <laughs> maybe we'll do a review if we, have, if we have time. Yeah. We should do a classic one. I'd, I'd like to do new ones too, just so just to bring something new to the table, because I think you'll get more people, like especially if we end up putting shit online, you'll get more people searching out new reviews than you will old stuff.
0: Yeah, but with that, uh, Rosie's food. Rosie, your food's here. Uh, with that, I feel like that's that's more video, like yeah, audio. We can literally we can talk about old albums differently. I mean, we can do both. I know that's we'll talk about that more too. But, but all right, hope you guys had fun. Go catch the other show. Bye. Peace. Peace.